0: Hi, I'm Katie, and I've been an educator for over 20 years. From paraprofessional to 10 years as a classroom teacher, to principal to district administrator, I've done it all. Being an educator right now is challenging, to say the least. No matter the role, we can find ourselves overwhelmed and stressed out. I've been there, and i found the secret to a work-life balance that improved my life. Join me in discovering simple secrets that will help you step away from the noise and improve your life. Hi, and welcome back. I wanted to talk a little bit today about self-care. And self-care is an interesting topic because it depends on who you talk to, what people think that means. And typically, uh, when you watch like commercials or things like that, self-care appears to be something that takes a really long time that you have to do totally by yourself that borders on indulgent so think about you know bubble baths and spa weekends or um hikes by yourself out in the wilderness and really self care can be those things but most importantly it really is the simple things that you do for yourself to maintain that healthy lifestyle, it's a way to take care of your physical, your mental, and your emotional health. Self care is the way that you manage stress, improve your mood, increase your overall well being, and it's important to make time for self care and to practice it regularly. But what self-care doesn't have to be is it doesn't have to take a really long time. And it doesn't have to be those types of indulgent practices that we typically think about. Self-care literally can be stopping for a minute and taking three deep breaths. Just really pausing and becoming aware of your breath. Because I'll tell you personally, I find myself, I used to laugh about this a lot, is sometimes I would tell myself, oh my gosh, I forgot to breathe, right? (laughs) Because I get so busy and I'm doing things and it's almost like I do forget to breathe. I'm breathing very in a shallow way. I'm not getting enough oxygen in my body. And I realize that I do start to get that feeling of, Um, like that buzzing in my body, that that uptight kind of feeling. And so for me, self-care can be stopping and taking three really deep intentional breaths. So it can also be um, in a physical activity like going for a quick walk. Uh, walks also don't have to be 30 minutes long, right? I I often hear from teachers, especially, it's like, oh, well, I can't fit movement into my life. I've got a family before work. I've got to, I've got to take care of them before and after work. And, you know, there's just no time at work to have movement. Uh, And, you know, what I like to point out is movement does not have to be Um, A walk does not have to be 30 minutes long. You don't have to give up your entire lunch period to go take a walk. Literally, it can just be making a circle around the parking lot for three minutes. Just to kind of remove yourself from your typical environment, take those breaths and have that moment to yourself where you're just breaking away uh, from your typical activity to give your brain that chance to just calm down for a minute. So self-care is something that we just do intentionally that helps us. And the same self-care that works for one person might not work for somebody else. Um, I have a friend who actually turns off her lights in the office every day and does a five-minute meditation. Uh, For me, that is not something that uh, is my first choice. My first choice is my walk um, at lunch and taking that that walk self-care really though can um, be something as simple as taking a minute and listening to music or going and spending time with friends that's self-care having a phone call my best friend lives in california uh, and I look forward to those probably maybe once a month phone calls. That's self-care for me. Just stepping aside and making that moment to take just for me. That's the piece of self-care that I think uh, is the most important piece as it is just for you. Self-care also can be something that's just for you that you might not even think about. So today for me, it's Sunday, and on Sunday, every single week, I sit down, I make a menu, I make a grocery list, I go grocery shopping, I come home, and I pack and prep and pack all my breakfasts and lunch for work for the week. Now, that might seem like just a routine and something that, oh, that's a great idea. But for me, that's self-care. Because the self care is now, I don't have to think about what's going to be for dinner every night because it's already planned. The food is already in the refrigerator. I don't have to take time in the morning to pack my breakfast and lunch because it's already done. That's self care for me. That's just for me, right? It's for future Katie who really wants to sit in her chair and finish that cup of coffee in the morning instead of making a lunch. So for me, that's self-care. Self-care can also be scheduling your week on your calendar, putting specific times to get certain tasks done on your calendar. That can be self-care. You just need to be aware of where it's self-care versus things that you're kind of forcing yourself to do. Once it feels like a chore or something that's in your way, that's no longer self-care, right? Because self-care in and of itself is care of the self, right? So it should be something that adds to your experience in life and not take away. Um, are there Sundays where I don't feel like doing those things? Yeah, sometimes. But then the thought that goes through my mind is, Ooh, what's Wednesday Katie going to think if you don't do it today, right? Oh, Wednesday Katie's not really going to be happy with Sunday Katie if <laughs> Sunday Katie didn't pack her lunches. Um so it's just part of my routine and I do count that as self-care. Self-care can be sitting in your car in the garage when you get home for 3 minutes just being before you go to the next activity that you have to do. I find this um, in for a lot of women who have kind of that job after the job, uh, where they come home from work and then have to transition into also caring for their families, um, single moms, especially. Uh, There are moments where you need to take that two minutes to kind of reset yourself. And just to take that breath and to thank yourself for all the things that you have accomplished that day. Uh, that is a form of self-care. So in this month of teacher appreciation, because it is still the month of May, uh, I would love for you to think about what do you do to take care of yourself? Again, it could be manicures and pedicures for sure. If you enjoy that, that's a form of self-care. But just know that it doesn't have to be that big. It can be taking a breath It can be sitting in your car for two minutes to finish out your favorite song on the radio. It can be going for a walk. It can be buying yourself flowers to put on your desk once a week. All of those things, if you are caring for yourself, are self-care. So this week, super short little episode because I actually have time with friends uh, that I am going to go do, and that is my self-care, and so I'm making it a little short episode today as I take care of myself and my family, and I encourage you to take care of yourself. So I hope that this was helpful. If you are interested in knowing more about uh, my philosophy around self-care and social emotional health for educators, please visit my website, thejoyfuleducatorllc.com. There you'll find some free resources uh, and feel free to download those and check out how you can work with me. If you're enjoying this podcast, please leave a review and hit that subscribe button. So I'm Katie Barrett, and I hope you have an amazing week. Take care.